This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. What's up, brother? Live from Bar Canada, the Dave's Hattonin. Not much. Got an extra shot of espresso today. Guys. Did you? Yeah, I was, uh, was not proud of myself yesterday on the show. I was a little sleepy, a little tired. I don't oh. know what was wrong with you. You want to know my story for today? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. I do. We're so, going to talk about this really quick before the show. So my cousin's, well, I didn't tell you the whole thing. So my cousin's oh, daughter, who lives in, in Israel, uh, we talk pretty much every night now. Yeah, I and can imagine. she's kind of my person. And, you know, I'll take any call. She's like, are you going to sleep? I'm like, yeah, but you can call me. So I, I go to sleep at like midnight. Mm-hmm. No, no biggie. You know, that, that's not a not cr- crazy thing. You, yeah. Three in the morning, smoke alarm battery <laughs> goes off, right? So this constant, by the way, it's so much louder than your standard alarm. And in the, so in the middle of the night, I'm up, and it's situated in a point where you have to kind of contort your body. It's not, like, easy. Wait, is, is the one where you're getting it, like, every 10 minutes, where it's like, beep, beep? 10 minutes. Beep, Talk about, like, 20 seconds. So the alarm goes off. The alarm was not going off. Not the battery. No, the battery beep. So it's okay. like, oh, you need to replace your battery. Okay. I took the battery out. Guess what happened? Kept beeping. They, they all couldn't, do that. I don't couldn't know why. pull it out of this out of the wall. The one in San Francisco works fine. You can just do it. It's real easy. This one, I was like, I. It was like I was trying to crack a, a code of some kind. <laughs> anyway, it's still back at the place, uh, beeping right now. I've, I've had multiple where you re- you finally get to that point, you take the battery out, and you're like, why is this still beeping? This uh, should not. This should not work. I have removed the power source. Of course, I didn't have a like standard nine volt on site to but, replace oh, look, it with. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. It's the it's the. These battery companies, you know, they really, they're really swindling you. You know, it's like, why can't we just make everything double A's? Why, why we got to have all these different kinds of batteries? Anyway, so I haven't slept since then. I'm wide awake. <laughs> oh, yes. We have a good show, by the way. Should I mention that? Uh, Will Hill to talk uh, NFL and college uh, football with us, not to mention Major League Baseball, all of his plays. Mike Pritchard on the show. Got to talk Colorado with him. Sort of contractually obligated. As tough as that discussion might be. It won't be that tough. Uh, get his thoughts on just what's going on in the NFL. What does he make of the poor offensive play league-wide? Uh, we'll get into that as well. And uh, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke talking Major League Baseball playoffs, which is just, if you have just been betting the Phillies over and over and over, and I just hope you have, run line, whatever. What an ATM machine this postseason has been. The Phillies get it done last night. Uh, final score, 10 to nothing in case you went in case you went to bed early uh they do so by uh by virtue again of solo shots trey turner in the first um 
Kyle Schwarber on the very first pitch at the bottom of the third to make it two to nothing. Kyle Schwarber again, solo shot in the in the sixth. That was followed by three more runs in the sixth, four more in the seventh. Ten to nothing. Philadelphia Phillies. They take a two to nothing lead in the best of seven National League Championship Series for the Phillies now. That is 46 runs in their eight postseason games. By the way, it's 13 solo shots in a row. Yeah, that's incredible. That's one of the weirdest things ever. 13 <laughs> solo shots in a row. I actually didn't know what the number was, but I was even thinking about it last night. I'm like, this has to be six or seven in a row. It was 13. 13 in a row. 16 of their 19 postseason home runs have been solo shots. Wow. Um, they have slugged 16 homers over the last five games which is more than any other MLB team over a five-game stretch in a single postseason. I think it's actually 15 homers in four games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they have just been unbelievable. And so, Phillies backers, you're minus 750 now to win that series. The Diamondbacks, if you have any interest in the D-backs coming back, it's plus 550. Game three of the ALCS with the Rangers with home field now. Remember, they won their first two games at Houston. They take the trip up the road to Arlington here for game three tonight. Astros plus three, uh, plus 360 if you have interest in playing the Astros to still win this series. Um, it is going to be Christian Javier against Max Scherzer tonight. I will be on the Astros tonight. Uh, I do believe, and, I, and again, I have that exact of Phillies over Astros. Is it colored by that? Uh, I don't know about that. I just think it's uh, one of these things where we don't know where we're going to get from Max Scherzer. In the case of Christian Javier, again, we, we said this before his last start in the postseason. Your, your numbers haven't really mattered with some of these pitchers, especially at Houston, when they get to the postseason. Javier, who, you know, strikeout rate was 10% lower this year than it had been, um, you know, career, or I should say from last year. And his slider has been down in terms of uh, velo. Yet he comes out, he throws five scoreless innings against Minnesota, gives up one hit, five walks, nine strikeouts in that one. Um, his postseason ERA, one, career, 1.91 in 37 and two-third postseason uh, post innings career. Three playoff starts, uh, 16 and one-third. In the, in the three playoff starts, 16 and one-third scoreless innings, two hits and 10 walks to 23 strikeouts. Um, so, listen, do you like that? By the way, the last time he played at Globe Life Field, that was his worst outing of the season. It should be pointed out, eight runs in four and a third. But with Scherzer, there's many more uh, question marks with him. Um, just everything down this year from Scherzer, even when he was pitching, his average fastball velocity is now below 93 miles per hour, uh, continues to go downward. His strikeout rate, his lowest since 2013, his walk rate is highest in a full season since 2013, his home run rate higher than it's ever been. Uh, I'll take my shot with Houston as a slight dog today. Plus 116 is what we're showing consensus. So that is the uh, play in game three. If the, Listen, if the Astros don't win this, it's pretty much Katie bar the door. Yes, it has happened in baseball history where a team has come back from a three to nothing deficit. But as you know, Who? it's quite rare. <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of your head. Uh, quite rare. Um, and so uh, Red Sox. Um, <laughs> When's the last time Scherzer pitched? Uh, he pitched, what was it? Like, uh, he's been out a while, Yes, right? he's been okay. out. Mm -hmm. He's been is, out Is with, this not odd to bring someone back in the middle of a series like this? Yeah, he missed five weeks. I understand it's Max Scherzer, but still. Well, that's the thing. He missed five weeks with a strained terrace major muscle in his right shoulder. Yeah, I feel you, Max. He, he had a 3.20 ERA in his starts with Texas. Eight starts with Texas. 
uh, the worst, by the way, against the Astros, it should be pointed out. Um, but it is a weird thing. There, there is some awkwardness for sure. I don't know if they admit this, but like Bruce Bochy having to sort of insert him now when they're when the Rangers are seven and zero in this postseason, and now Maxie's going to go in there, and he has the he has the potential to give up home runs. That's always even in his best of times. He's always that's always been his bugaboo. I just don't know if you're the Phillies or the Rangers. I just I wouldn't be messing with anything right now. I mean, these two teams are cruising. The, I don't see how the Phillies are getting beat by anybody. I, yeah, me either. Yeah. Me either. And I haven't been hitting it every game, but yeah, like, I mean, these past couple games, it's been Phillies every time. And the Rangers, I, you know, I've bet the past couple games, but I, I don't know. I think I'm with you. I think I might just be landing on the Astros today simply because I don't I don't know if you Ooh. should be dream, bringing it, back Scherzer. It's bad for Major League Baseball if the Rangers win tonight. Yeah. Oh, boy. If they win tonight, this is, an, this is another postseason round that might just be gone in a blink of an eye. And then we're going to have a big rest before the World Series if this happens. Uh, we'll see. By the way, if you're in a BVP, batter versus pitcher, which I rarely am because rarely is there a sample size meaningful enough to really extend into anything predictive. But if you do like that kind of thing tonight and you're thinking about props, Michael Brantley props might be your thing. 20 of 54 with eight doubles, a triple and three homers uh, lifetime against Max Scherzer. So throw that out there. Uh, we, We didn't get to talk about Monday guessing lines, which we usually lead off the show with or yesterday is Survivor. Survivor, of course, uh, we do it through the prism of Circa. I am out. Kelly is out. We're both gone. But we promise, just because we're gone, we're not going to stop talking about it. Uh, And the reason that it sort of went by the wayside this week is barely anybody got knocked out. Barely anybody got knocked out this week. Uh, Week number six. In fact, a grand total of 47 47 entries got knocked out of Survivor this week. That leaves 1,789 remaining entries out of the initial 9,267. That is 80.69% gone. And again, if you ooh and ah at the 80.69%, let me remind you that last year at this time, do you know what percentage was gone last year at this time? 89.3%. 93.8%. And remember, there was over 6,000 last year. So at this point last year, there were fewer than 400 entries left. <laughs> Last year was bananas. Oh, Fewer than 400. And remember, a few people got to the promised land, got all the way to the end. Was it at this point last year that we started talking to Bob? Bob DeLuca. Yeah, right? I think he was, this was it. Right, because it was very minimal left. That's and he, right. And there were certain people that had five, and he had five. Well, he had six. Six, sorry. And he was going all in on hey. the bills, and they famously, I believe, lost it. Yeah, that sorry, was that. Bob. Sorry, Bob. We love you, Bob. Yep. Crush him sports. Um, but this week, everybody won. Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars. Only the, the most that got knocked out on 18 was the Eagles, and only 25 had them. So you have, as compared to last year, way, I mean, obviously a, a, a much bigger percentage still remaining. You also, I'll just, again, juxtapose it against the very first year of Survivor three years ago. You have more entries still remaining in Survivor now than you did to begin the first year of Survivor. So it's still infancy at this point um just under 1800 entries left we got 1789 left intrinsic value of each kelly five thousand one hundred and seventy nine dollars and 99 cents uh when i after week three finally went in and tried to like script out some stuff this was the week to play seattle hosting arizona because i didn't have buffalo left yeah 
So I think there's going to be a massive percentage on the Seahawks this week. I was just looking this over, too. I, I, I think that is the, you know, assuming you have them left, assuming you haven't plotted out another spot That's for right. them, I think they are the team this week. Week seven this week and week nine in two weeks appear to be the weeks that are just really difficult to come by. That is, if you if you wave off the fact that the team that I have next week slotted in was the Chargers, which is never a pleasant experience. Yeah. So it feels like Seahawks this week, Chargers next. If you have them available, it's hard to determine what you have. But this is where I think zigging while everybody zagged. Because if there is a blow up and the Seahawks lose, I think a mess of those 1,700 plus are going to get knocked out this week. And the intrinsic value. When you see that no pick, someone didn't get a pick in. Someone still didn't get a pick in. Uh, We'll talk about wild card odds. Not to make the playoffs. Not to win the conference. But wild card odds next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Midland, live from Bar Canada at the T. Um, how's the leg, man? I didn't ask you. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, what does that mean? It's 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 got to a point where it's improved enough where I can yeah walk. Still a little bit of a limp. Yeah, still a bit of a limp. But you have a doctor. You had a already scheduled doctor's appointment tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So I I, like I don't even think I'm going to bring it up right now. Come on, really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, if it's better, it's better. I mean, it's getting it's getting better. All right, but I think it's just hit a point where it's it, it was it was still enough that it's taking a while to actually get fine. Fine. For those who missed it. uh when Matt Brown kicked his field goals this last Friday, the person injured was Kelly Bidlin. So 
We're just shagging just some sure punts, okay. man. <laughs> shagging yeah. some punts. Uh, still to come this hour, we will talk to Jason Weigarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Dan Bespris. You want to talk some NBA? Let's talk. Let's go. Dan Bespris joins us. The baby-faced assassin uh, talks NBA with us a little later on. And uh, we'll do teaser time as well. Teaser time. Uh, and we'll discuss what we think are the best teasers in the NFL after a week where I think we both had successful teasers. Did we not? Both yeah. I only yeah. had one, but it got Every, home. everybody had a successful yeah, teaser it, it, this past week. Yeah. It got home easily. I got a few. I like this week. We get tweets, by the way, I want to read a couple tweets here. This is from shine shine. The professor, professor shine. Um, he says, will Hill, he said, will Hill's conspiracy theories aside, remember NFL overs could go 15, 14 and one the next 30. And this would still increase overall NFL overs and betters would make nothing. Um, this is from oh, bottom line bets hates my uh, power rank. He said Gil might have the worst NFL power rankings imaginable. In what world are the Chargers <laughs> ahead of the Lions? I need some of what you're smoking. I love that you don't have a problem with nine of my ten, but that's the one that's the controversial one. Okay, let me just you, do it. You're stirring the pot with let, that. Let one. me oh, just yeah. do it this way. Let's let, no, let's do this fairly. Yeah. If the Chargers are home, no neutral site. Chargers Lions. What's the line? Neutral site. It's a pick them. Here's I'll even give you this. If the Chargers are hosting, the, if the Chargers are hosting the Lions. Yeah, I'll even give you that it's Chargers two and a half. Let's say just to just to have the conversation. And if the Lions are hosting the Chargers just for the conversation's sake, I'll I'll give you three and a half. How about that? Even though I don't think I think it's three. Oh, I'm way. hammering Lions. OK, you're hammering Lions plus three and a half no, minus if they're home, they're minus the, just for the purpose home. for the purposes of this conversation. Oh, my God. I thought you said the Chargers were at home. All right, trying to follow along here. So I think that it would be three either way. I think it would pick them. I think you're right. Me too, yes. Right? Yeah. But for the purposes of the conversation, I'll even allow, I'll even allow, because he's so upset with my rankings, that the Chargers, let's say they'd only be minus two and a half at home, and that the Lions would be minus three and a half hosting the Chargers. Even if you allow for that, you're calling me like I'm smoking something. It's not that big of a difference, right? I'm saying like the, the controversy in there is very slight to me. Yeah, yeah, but this is why we, this is why this is why we do this. This is why I love doing these yeah. because not only are they a good a good practice for betters and to figure out in your own mind where yeah. you rank things, but it also causes controversy, Contra- which is always we good like for controversy. a show. At well, I guess what I'm saying is, at worst, it ain't that big of a disagreement right. with the market. Is all I'm saying. Um, don't be don't be fooled by the results. Consider who these teams are playing as well. Uh, Mike Pritchard joins us now. He joins us uh, not only as Veasan's own, but of course. He actually played the game. First round draft pick, national champion. How you doing, Pritch? I'm great. I'm great. I'm concerned about Kelly, though. Did somebody sweep your leg or what happened? Oh, oh man. Boy. I just, uh, you, you know how it is, Pritch. You plant your feet at the 10 yard line. You're <laughs> yeah. not going to let that ball go over your right. head. It goes <laughs> right, over right. your head. You try to make a play on it and boom, I just, I just cut and it, 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 it. It popped. It uh, yanked. It was bad. Yeah. You know so how it is. I, hate I, that, I love when he said, you know how it is, Pritch. Like the two of you are samesies. <laughs> you and, you oh, and Kelly, well, Pritch. I'm limping around myself, though, Kelly. I mean, I'm or I'm right there in the same boat with you. Yeah. Why are you limping? Uh, I I tweaked uh, an old injury. Uh, you know, when you're bone on bone. Oh. I don't know if Kelly's bone on bone with no. with one of your knees, but um, yeah, I tweaked it and it blew up on me like like a cantaloupe. Oh, uh, man. So oh, man. I, you know, I I don't have access to the tour at all and and the draining in the knee like I used to. Uh, but I'm I'm in I'm I'm a candidate for all that right now. <laughs> Give me some of that stuff too, Pritch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the good stuff, Kelly. It is. Uh, okay, well, I hope you feel better, man. I hope you feel. I hope it goes oh, better. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Old football injuries cannot be fun. 
Um, I want to ask you a couple questions. One, let's start with Colorado. Famously, 29 to nothing against Stanford. They squander it. They lose in double overtime. Shadour has a bad pass. Um, did you watch that game with the sound up, Rich? Um, I did. I did. What did, uh, what did Lewis, you? Uh, yeah, Lewis Riddick and Mark Jones was yep. the play-by-play guy. Right. Did you think that was a little too much cheerleading going on in that broadcast? Well, yeah, it gets. It tends to be that way. You know, I, I think when when you sit down in front of Coach Prime or Deion Sanders, you kind of uh, get you, you get captured by by his magnetism. You get captured by the presence of of the guy. Um, and yeah, yeah, definitely over the top. I think all the broadcasts, even Joe Klatt, uh, who is, is right down the middle. A lot of times, uh, he was getting over the top, you know, Gus is going to be over the top. We already know that, but, <laughs> yeah. um, for the most part, yeah, for the most part, I think the coverage of Colorado has, has been indicative of the hype. Uh, and, and I, I think a lot of broadcasters are getting caught up in all that. Do you, you're over under your total, your season win total was three and a half, correct? Correct. So you already won yours. Here's my question, because right. this came up with Futag yesterday. Do you think at the end of the season they will still be stuck on four? That you will have ended up winning this by a half a game? Um, it's it's a high. It's, there's a pretty degree, a high degree of probability of that happening. Um, you know, from what it looks like right now, we know that Colorado's flawed, right? Uh, the secondary, uh, they don't have a lot of depth. Uh, and if Shador has a bad game, then where else can they go? Because they don't have a running game. Uh, there's a lot of flaws right there. And and so, uh, you know, I, I think teams are getting better as we get deeper and deeper in the season. And and Colorado isn't one of those teams. I mean, they get, they came out the gate, right? Uh, and surprised people and shocked people got to the 3-0 and situation. And, uh, and now they're reeling a little bit. And so you never know what a team is made of until uh, adversity hits. Uh, and certainly, I don't know if you have a chance to be great uh, unless you have calluses and uh, that Stanford loss is, is certainly a callus, a blister and all that stuff for, for the program and, and for the fellas out there. So if they can rebound, I mean, I think they're capable of winning a couple more games and getting bowl eligible. Uh, but, but it, you know, if, if everything hits the fan uh, and, and so they don't get better, then yeah, I, I think this team can continue to lose games. Uh, let's shift to the NFL, if you would. Uh, we were just talking about yesterday. Scott Kazmore had a tweet. Nine teams won NFL games in week six, scoring fewer than 21 points. Nine. Right. Uh, yeah. Scoring his way down. We just went through the early games, the totals, which most, most of which in the early window uh, on Sunday, this coming week, are in the, in the high 30s. It's mm-hmm. like we've thrown back to 15 years ago. What is your best theory as to why this has happened? Uh, the running game, you, you know, so many teams are doing the same thing, throwing the football, right? Uh, we, we get to the read option stuff. We don't even talk about that anymore. Chris Collinsworth doesn't have much to talk about now on his broadcast because <laughs> nobody's doing the read option stuff, really. And uh, I, I think we got nickel defenses predominantly out there, uh, the four two five setup. Uh, and so, you know, I came into the league, we were running a run and shoot. Uh, if, if there was one linebacker, even two linebackers, we're running a football, even though we wanted to throw it. Uh, just because of the numbers and, and the size and advantages that we have uh, with blocking and, and certainly double teams and getting up on the second level of a defense. Uh, and so you're seeing that a little bit more. Also, lack of execution. I think quarterback play uh, is down as well, Gil. I heard you and Kelly talking about teasers, and I think a lot of people are doing well with that. And I'm actually doing well with parlays uh, because of what you just said. I mean, think about it. 
you kick four field goals and a touchdown, uh, you're at 19 points, right? And, and so if the bulk of teams are averaging 19, 20, 21 points a game, then you're in that range. And so scoring has been tight, but I think it's better is uh, there's plenty of opportunity out there right now. Well, let's talk about one of those seeming opportunities, which is, okay, maybe this has adjusted on the totals too quickly. Maybe this is true dramatic. Maybe this will actually be an overfest. Uh, and so my question to you as a former ball player is, was there ever a time in your career, and I get it, a lot of gamblers like to have conspiracy, but I'm really interested in this. Was there ever a time where, because Will brought this up in the last segment, where the NFL's got to be hearing a bunch of folks not just myself, but a bunch of folks saying, wow, this product has kind of sucked the last couple of weeks. Do you think it's possible for, and I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but just a conversation, right? A conversation where the league makes it clear uh, with the head of officiating, like, okay, let's lay up on this kind of thing. Or like, let's make sure that we can sort of, you know, in, on an aggregate level, adjust how this is being played. Do you think that's a possibility where it might induce more scoring? Yeah, it depends on the crew. And I think um, as a better, you probably should invest some time in, in understanding the crew and the makeup of the crew. Uh, like Monday Night Football, that was a sloppy game. There's a ton of penalties. Now, by the letter of the law, should they throw the flag? Yeah. But for the integrity of the game and, and for the entertainment value, why are you throwing so many flags? You can warn the fellas out there, say, look, if you do that again, I'm going to throw a flag. And, and I think we'll start to see that, you know, depending on the experience level of the crews and the nature of the officiating crews as well. If you, if you got a young crew out there or an ambitious referee crew out there, uh, then yeah, you're going to see plenty of flags. Again, they're going to, they're going to go according to the letter of the rule book. Uh, but yeah, the integrity of the game and certainly entertainment value, you know, hold the flags, just warn the players. And I think we'll start to see that more and more uh, because we want to see better football. We, we want to see scoring go up. Uh, we don't want to see, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 flags out there, uh, especially on primetime on a Monday night football game. Yeah. And I wonder, you know how like we've watched tons of games where the right tackle or the left tackle is just two steps ahead of the, the ball being snapped. Right. I wonder if that just goes into overdrive where they just let that go. Um, you know, just to give one example of how we're not going to flag sure. this. So they're going right. to dare the officiating crew to actually flag some stuff such as that. Yeah. Um, Mike, yeah, always, always interesting to get your perspective on these things. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Mike Thanks. Pritchard, everybody at M.I. Pritchard. I love it when you said, uh, you know how it is. Mike. <laughs> you know how it is. You know how it is. Samesies, me and you. Twinsies. Teaser time on the other side. Numbers game Visa, the sports betting network. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get daily email recapping all the best bets from uh, not only this show, but all shows hosting guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our vsun.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top vsun experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which vsun expert has the hot hand. For vsun pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a vsun pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at vsun.com slash subscribe. Real quick, I want to get to these last couple tweets. Uh, This is from Blue Hen Bill. I'm so glad you brought this up, Blue Hen Bill. Talk about waiting to hear about injury status. If Lane Johnson plays, it's Eagles big, but if he's out, it's a stay away. With Lane, the Eagles are 59 and 21. Without him, they're 10 and 30. We have brought up these Len, these Lane Johnson stats mm-hmm. through the years on this show. But those are the updated ones. Uh, they also fell apart once he went out against the Jets. Best right tackle in football, Blue Hen Bill says. Hard to argue with that. Scott Weston, S. Er- S. Irwin Weston here, Gil. We finally figured out who shot J.R. Brandon Staley, who shot JFK Brandon Staley, and who killed Nicole Brown Simpson. That was freaking OJ, but Staley hid the knife and drove the Bronco. That's what it's gotten to. It's to blame for everything. Uh, what was before we get to best first? What was that NFL stat? The Broncos were the lowest scoring team in the NFL last year. They oh, scored, yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored 16.9 points a game. I love how we remember things 30 minutes later. Yeah. How many teams are lower than that now? So, yes, last year they were lowest scoring at 16.9. Yes. Right? Currently, through six weeks of the NFL season, there are six teams six. that are averaging under that mark. Wow. Nearly a quarter of the league. The Giants, 11.8 points per game, and the New England Patriots, a whopping 12. And, th- and then, there's a, then there's a sizable jump to the Steelers at 15.8. Man, oh man, oh man. All right, uh, let's get into the NBA, and let's begin with this. Uh, this is from... Oh, I do have slight breaking news, too. Oh, please, uh, Anthony go ahead. Richardson, done for the year, will go under the knife for shoulder surgery. Done for the yeah. year. Anthony Richardson, done for the year. Gardner Minshew, that is your team. Uh, This is from David Purdom over at uh, ESPN. Top five teams by money wager to win the NBA title at BetMGM. The Nuggets, number one. The Suns, two. The Heat, the Lakers, and the Celtics. Lakers are in the top five. Uh, We bring in Dan Bespers, everybody, from the Fantasy NBA podcast uh, and Fantasy NBA Today podcast. And, of course, Sports Ethos, where he is still assistant GM. I don't know why he's not the full GM yet. He joins us now. How you doing, Dano? Someday, Gil. Someday. 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 I love that. Sportsethos.com. How are you guys? I'm great, man. How are you? You doing great? You're off season okay? Yeah, it's long, man. That was a long off season. You know, you got the extra week in October. Man, what are I you feel... talking about? It feels like the NBA finals ended three weeks ago. Really? Oh no. I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm lusting for NBA now. I got the juices <laughs> flowing. Lusting. You know, some people lust over other things, Dan. You're allowed to lust over that. That's what you want. That's right. That's cool. Come on, opening night is a holiday. I, a lot of people get this way about, you know, opening day for football. Baseball actually kind of gets me too on yeah. that same deal. Yeah. Like, you know, 
you see the field that you're walking out and the whole thing. Yeah. But Dan, NBA, yeah. I love it. Dan, for those who didn't don't know, used to be the play-by-play guy for the single high A Bakersfield Blaze, correct? That is absolutely yeah. right. I the team died under my watch. It so. did. He kills Oops. teams. Whoops. All right. <laughs> uh let's talk NBA. Let's just go to your favorite bet in any market period for the whole season. What do you like? Oh, my gosh. That is a tough one. Uh, Let's go Pacers win total over. How about that for a weird place to start? I actually think they're going to be pretty darn good this year. Um, Last season, we saw glimpses of it before they started to pull the plug on all the relevant players. And I think this season, they're actually going to be trying to make a push for it. Uh, The bad news is that a lot of my research I lost when a hard drive uh, died on my computer last month. It's been a, a sad time for me. Uh, I, I previously so like, I previously liked the Hornets, but they got too much weird stuff going on right now. So I'm, I'm backing off on that position. Yep. Um, so let's start with the Pacers over. I like it a lot. Um, I, I think they're going to get there. I think they're going to get there with time to spare. 38 and a half is your consensus number on the Indiana Pacers. Um, okay. What is sort of from your perspective, and we'll take it, you know, based on market and conventional wisdom. What is the team that you are higher on or that you are lower on than conventional wisdom? I am. This is not going to surprise you because you know me and, and fading a bunch of superstars. I'm lower on the Suns than most folks are. I think eventually they start to figure it out as the year goes on, but they are at the, the mercy of health on that club. They're not particularly deep. They have uh, a bunch of guys that have never played together and they're going to win some games in the regular season with a whole bunch of offense because Booker's very efficient and Beal is actually more efficient than folks give him credit for. Uh, But that's going to take a lot of time in my eyes for those guys to kind of get things together. I'm also a little bit higher and this one's a grosser call on the Timberwolves. I, I don't like the Rudy Gobert thing. I still don't like the Rudy Gobert thing. I just think that there's something I think the, the the consensus is pretty low on them, and I'm higher than that low consensus. That makes sense. Yeah, not again. Not to say that I think they're going to be great or anything, but I think that the big like fade the Timberwolves feel is probably not fully warranted. And I'm a little bit lower on the Thunder than consensus. I think it's Ooh. it's typically pretty hard for teams to take massive steps multiple years in a row. I think this is a year where they now. Uh, are a team that other clubs take a little bit more seriously than we saw last season. And there will be a bit of a plateau for them before next season. I think they actually take another step forward. So that's me with my piping hot takes. here. I I see. I see Kelly's nodding to some of that. Well, no, I think there's with the thunder from a betting standpoint too, right? The betting markets have caught up to the thunder. So I think that's important to understand that you are, when you look at win total, when you're going to look at what they're priced at in games, where some of us were high on them the past year or two and were able to make some money off that great ATS team, the market's now caught up to them. So I think it's a great point by Dan there. Dan, with the Timberwolves, if you're feeling that way about them, is an Anthony Edwards MVP bet in the discussion then as well? Um, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch for him to get all the way there. Um, I, I do like him to take a nice step forward. That the the I know it was FIBA and it wasn't the Olympics, but those types of experiences do have a way of kind of helping players understand the game a little bit better. Um, I I hope actually that he takes more control of that team than I think he might right at the outset. But I also think that having cat back for an entire year, he's again, he's not the, the difference maker that they were hoping, but he's still a very good NBA player. I like Mike Conley in sort of this weird 
who's this? Why are you worried about Mike Conley? I think he fits that team a whole lot better than D'Angelo Russell did as far as just kind of captaining a boat. He's just steering it, just keeping it from crashing into something. And that's exactly what that team needs. So I, I think the, the Timberwolves, not from a you know championship run standpoint, but from a getting more regular season wins and outperforming expectations. I, I just like the personnel a little bit better this year. And I think the pieces fit better. Anthony Edwards, 30 to one to win the MVP. Jokic and Doncic, your short shots at plus 450 and five to one oh with, with Giannis at plus 550 for MVP. Bill, I, I'm sorry, I have to jump in. How many years in a row have we talked about how badly the NBA wants Doncic to win so the MVP? Badly. So <laughs> badly. So like, badly. Yeah. I, do, uh, let's let's talk about awards real quick. Maybe you don't have an MVP. Do you have an MVP? Do you have a rookie of the year? Do you have a most improved player, a coach of the year, a uh, six man of the year, a defensive player of the year? Any of those? Uh, I, I don't I don't have super strong feelings on them. Um, MVP, I think we'll probably have a better opportunity to get in that as you start to see the beginning of the season unfold. Um, I, rookie of the year, I would probably lean. I mean, I don't know how you. <sighs> Wimbanyama, Wimbanyama, by the way, is plus 120 and Scoot is plus 240. Holmgren is plus 280, and then it goes all the way to Brandon Miller at 16 to 1. I mean, this could be a. Uh, Wembanyama, by the way, defensive player of the year would be interesting to me as well, right? Like, where does he show up in that? He is, like for defensive player of the year, plus there. 7. No, let's see. What is he? Oh, yeah, 20, 20 to 1. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, because we, we saw with Boncaro, right? Within a minute, Boncaro was like minus 700. Yeah. So if Wimbanyama starts, let's say he has two good games to start the season, like he's going to soar in that market. Yeah. And that's probably the way to play it, too, is to see who's going to get off to the quick start. And I think he probably does because the book sort of isn't out on him yet. He's got all the energy in the world as a young player coming into the NBA. The rigors of a long season haven't hit. So I think you can probably end up getting pretty good value by maybe going Wemby now Wemby and looking now. at Chet. Yeah, we uh, have Scoot. Kelly, Kelly and I both have Scoot bets at plus four sixty is where I got it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah, same number too. Yeah. I, Dan, I, my only question, real quick, on Wemby is just my concern about him is kind of being able is is once we get second half of the season, is he going to be a little gassed, a little winded, not used to playing this many minutes, this many games? Do you have any concerns about that or not really? I do have concerns about that. I think the Spurs are going to mitigate some of that with rest days by playing Zach Collins at center and allowing Wembenyama to handle. Uh, the smaller people at power forward. So these are all good things, but the NBA season is long. It takes its toll on even the rookies that we say are like a shoe in. So yes, I think there will be a dog days lull for him. Dan, real quick. Who's in the NBA finals? We're holding you to it. Oh my good Lord. Uh, let's go Celtics out of the East. And I haven't the first foggy clue out of the West. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Dano will talk off and thank you. Great seeing you. Thanks, guys. Dan Bespris, everybody. At Dan Bespris, B-E-S-B-R-I-S on Twitter. Best Bets is next. Enjoy from Visa. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.